I don't I don't know what happened there, but uh good evening. <laughs> what is up? Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear okay. me? I can hear you. I'm holding my penis with my left hand and it's still not making me any happier. Wait, hold on. There's a delay. Hold on. <laughs> oh, God. Is there a delay? I don't hear a delay. I think we're supposed to be live. Okay. Are we good? I hope so. Um, no, I'm not good mentally at all, but hopefully the broadcast is good. Why is there okay? Do you hear that repeat? Just me. I think it's you. I don't hear shit. Wow, that's weird. Yep. Are you hearing me repeat or yourself repeat? I don't know. There's nothing different on my end. I am calling your ass out. It's your fucking mess up. <laughs> I'm not in a good mood. Let's you want to talk misery, dismay, disappointment? To quote a terrible Green Day song, shall we walk down the boulevard of broken dreams? Yeah, so much for that. Okay, can you hear me? In chat, can you hear me? In chat. <laughs> right, is Getsy running the show? Can you hear me? How does it sound? Okay, is it okay? Okay, I'm going to bring in Dan now. I don't know what the hell just happened there, but we're going to bring in Dan. Dan, are you? I've been here. I've been here despite not wanting to be here because the bears continually disappoint Dan? me. I'm here. Can you hear me? I'm here. Wow, there's some like conspiracy shit. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> conspiracy theory Packers shit going on right now to prevent our rant from happening right now. So hold on. I don't know what's going on. We have some technical difficulties. Listen, I'm I'm out of my element to begin with. I don't. I'm long story short. I don't have my normal setup. So as long you guys can hear me, right? So we're co we're cool. 
Okay. So Dan is, he should be in the show right now. I'm here. Can anybody hear me? Can someone hear me? Let's try this. Can yeah. anyone hear me? Can, you hear can me? anybody? I can hear you fine. Can you hear me? I'm here fine. I, I hear you fine. I've been here. That's weird. Okay. Can you guys hear Dan? Okay. So then something's wrong on my end. It's let me see. It's uh let me try plugging my 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 headphones back in then. I'm in I'm in a whole a whole different world here trying to do this without my normal setup. So I apologize, guys. What what a what a great Can you hear me? Oh, I know what's going on over here. Hold on a second. I can. I got it. I, I got hope it. so. I figured a fucking thing out. Jesus Christ. Is it working? Can you hear me? I'm I'm good. Can you hear me? I hear you. Can you please acknowledge me, though? Do you hear I, me? I, I acknowledge you. I can hear you. Okay. Yes. Okay. Good. Oh, my goodness. What happens when you're all messed up from? I am just in complete and utter dismay from yesterday. I'm in complete and utter dismay from yesterday and then now. Yeah. So, uh, here we go. Do you know, since I was in the fifth grade, since 1992, since I was in the fifth grade, the Bears and Packers have played 65 times, and Green Bay has won 50 of those matchups. 50 and 15 since Bill Clinton uh, won the election for the first time versus W. Bush, or I'm sorry, versus George Herbert Walker Bush and Mr. Perot. 50 and 15. Welcome to my world of disappointment and unhappiness. Dan, I finished watching last night's game yesterday's game whatever you want to call it and i i i started pontificating if i even want to do this anymore like this is this, this is why why do i waste all of my so much time and effort and money and and arguments with my wife putting it into this channel for this fucking team this team can't beat the packers it, it, it comes down to these moments where i get to vent with you and uh the other awesome people on bcp i apologize for the opener guys i almost want to just replay the opener and start over again because i'm i had a I'm in a whole different element. I'm between states. I'm starting a new job on Monday. I'm all screwed up. And um, I, 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 this adds to it. This, this, this team losing. I thought the first game we were going to beat this team. Aaron Rodgers, he's, he's gone, right? He's, he's at the Jets now. We're going to finally beat the Packers. Nope, we didn't. We suck. 
uh, we have like a moment of uh, relapse where we start to come back and uh, we're playing better in the second half of the season. Oh, we feel like we can beat the Packers. Not me. I never once felt like we could beat the Packers. Everyone has had all this optimism going into this game. I'm like, I can't do it. I'm going to go into my own little Zen world of preparing for the ultimate, which is going to be a loss. And damn it. If Aaron Rodgers himself didn't point out the conspiracy theory of the colors of the Super Bowl being red and purple this year, which would mean that it probably will be San Francisco and the Ravens, I would put money on the fucking Packers going to the Super Bowl just because they beat us to get into the playoffs. Oh, no. Mike McCarthy's going to have his revenge on Sunday. Uh, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I hope they kick those fuckers out of the playoffs in the first round. Please, please, please. Unlike everybody else, and I usually don't say things like that because I don't, you know, I, I don't try to say I'm smarter or better than anything like that. But all I've heard for what 36 hours now is about how great Jordan Love is. And I, and I understand statistically he had a good game, but to me, the Bears beat the Bears. Yeah, I, I mean, he only they only scored 17 points, but the defense didn't show up. And I, he, there's going to be people wanting to blame this all on Justin, of course. But the defense just wasn't there at all. And when you don't, this is the same thing with, with Favre and with Rodgers. When you sit back and you get no pressure, don't even try to put pressure, you lose. In those games that we've beaten Green Bay since 1992, C 2005 when Brett Favre's got a bloody fucking face because we've hit him over and over. That's when we win. When you sit back and you're afraid to throw the ball, you're down in the second half, well, let's run it seven or eight straight times. You're afraid to pass. You're afraid to blitz. I mean, it's a slow death. It's a fucking slow death. I don't know if Jordan Love is as good as everyone says he is. Okay, he's 2-0 and versus the Bears. Good, fine, whatever the fuck. I can tell you if they'd put pressure on his fucking ass, he would. if he hit the ground a few times, we'd see things a lot differently. I mean, you saw Justin Fields get hit again, again, and the referee didn't throw the flag. I mean, Justin is taking shots to the point where they're like, no, 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 you got to put him in the medical tent. Something might be up. Like, fucking Jordan Love's uniform's clean. That's the difference in the game. The difference in the game, I mean, who, maybe he is good. Maybe he's great. I don't know. But you hit him on the, put him on the fucking ground a few times and shit happens. This was the play right here, as you mentioned it, that was, that completely infuriated me. We go into these Packer games knowing every single game that there are going to be a handful of calls that we do not get. Justin Fields, having not received a single uh, personal foul the entire season yeah, for any one of his slides or hits out of bounds, this happens in the Green Bay game. And I I'm... I'm wanting to vomit in my mouth. I mean, what the fuck, Dan? 
the illegal blow to the head, which is called seemingly on any quarterback. I understand he's running out of the pocket, but it doesn't matter if he's a backup fucking guard in there. If you hit him in the head, that's called. But I mean, what difference does it make that we lose again? Another eight or nine months to sit around, you know, getting older, say, oh, we'll get him next year. I've been saying that since fucking Reagan was president. So why not? Yeah. Another eight or nine more months. Yeah. I just, I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I can't like Justin was doing fairly well, but it's like, again, gutless gets, he was afraid to throw the ball. I mean, but you know, the game's somewhat close, but you got to take some shots, man. And the only person that took shots was fields. And unfortunately that was to him. Tevin Jenkins apologized for his performance yesterday which is stand up in class because uh, you're not going to get white hair doing that or Dan the mullet is not going to do that or Braxton Jones isn't going to do that. The whole damn line sucked yesterday. And where was sweat? Where was the defense? Everything we've seen the last few weeks, I did buy in. I thought, man, the defense is playing good ball. This They're going to show Green Bay something. There was no aggression at all, no, pa- no pass rush, no blitzing, just nothing. I, again, I just... They played scared, and I was on the, okay, all right, look at this turnaround. Look at all this adversity Ibraflus has overcome. But to give that performance, and a lot of that is coaching, man, the calls. If you told me the Bears fired him tomorrow, I'd say, good, he fucking deserves it because of Sunday. I, I was I was expecting to wake up uh, to wake up to this morning to him being fired. And I was actually sad that he wasn't because now they're going to have a meeting with him and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Listen, I I just want, and this is kind of the thumbnail of the show tonight. And before we get into that, I want to, let's get into uh, the chat really quick to say hi to everyone. Mark Kazak, Cliff Victoria, everyone, Joe Treviso, Mo Beerman, Mr. Mayhem, Evie Beardown Davis, Dob, Dobzy34, you guys are awesome. I see a new name in here, too. Um, I saw it way down here. You guys are so awesome for hanging out with us tonight. Jeremy Munoz, thanks for hanging out with us. Illinois Jones, that's that was a new guy. Thanks for hanging out with us. Illinois Jones, good to see you. Heidi Zimmerman, Heidi! Love Heidi. Hope you're doing well, Heidi. Yeah. Always Ralph Love, another new name in here. Thanks for hanging out with us, man. You guys are awesome. You guys are what makes the show go around. So thank you for hanging out with us. Listen, I can't express this even more. I I I I I've the best analogy that I can come up with, Dan, is it's like you're driving from New York to LA. And every fucking 10 miles on a 6,000-mile road trip, you have a blinking red sign that says, Hire Jim Harbaugh! Hire Jim Harbaugh! Hire Jim Harbaugh! Every 10 miles, you know how how annoying that would would be? It would be like, well, I guess they need to just hire Jim Harbaugh, whoever the hell they're talking about. It's It's that obvious to me. And that's why I'm holding out hope. That that is the reason why 
Flus was not fired today like most coaches get fired on Black Monday. Well, they only fired two coaches today. Correct. The guy in Atlanta, Arthur, whatever the fuck, I'm mad at the Saints coach, Correct. Dennis Allen. He got fired, and Ron Rivera was fired again. So, <laughs> Yes. Let the rumors start. Ron Rivera back to Chicago. <laughs> I didn't like Ron Rivera as a player. I didn't like him as a DC. I didn't like him in Carolina, and I don't like him in Washington. You and I are arch nemesis on that. I love. I mean, I guess he was better than uh, Bob Babbage. Maybe Lovey should have kept him. He took us to the Super Bowl. Who did? Lovey did. He was a defensive coordinator that year. Yeah, but come on, man. Oh, what? Come on, man. You're saying it was all. You're saying it's all Ron Rivera? It was that year. He was a defensive coordinator. Oh, God. He gets the credit like everyone else does. Lovey gets the credit, and Rex was NFC Player of the Month in September. They were throwing the ball, man. Like they, the offense was decent. Thomas Jones was running the rock. I mean, had nothing to do with Ron Rivera. Thank you. Jeremy. How about how about Ron Rivera in the Super Bowl? How about stop Joseph Adai? How about yeah. stop those screen passes to Adai and what was the Dominic Rhodes? And maybe we win the game. I like John Gruden. I mean, myself, but I loved him with the Raiders the first time around. Yeah, I mean, has it passed? Has the uh, Michelin, the has the Michelin Man thing passed? Is it enough time for Gruden? Yeah. Can we just... Oh, I don't know. I I was reading that Gruden was like potentially going to get some love, maybe as an OC or something. But he's still suing the NFL, and even though those comments were taken out of context, he still made them, and I don't think he he'll get another shot out because of that. I agree, uh, Evie. Bring back Chucky. <laughs> well said. <laughs> I mean, to kind of um, finish the first subject before we actually really get into the Harbaugh subject is the Packers. Oh. Aaron uh, Jordan Love comes out his first season. At, uh, well, in 16 games, he had more touchdowns and less interceptions than Rodgers did in his first season in, in, as a starter in a 16-game season. And then he added to that, of course, um, with the win to get into the playoffs. And, you know, you were you were confident about this. Yeah, the defense, the defense had played so well the second half of the season. I just – they didn't show up. And he – it can't no one's gonna blame them. They always blame it on Justin, but the defense just was non existent. And you can't say, oh, because Jalen Johnson didn't play. And I know that was a loss. Don't get me wrong. I want him re I want him re-signed. I want him brought back. However, the defense, it was just like, where were they? Nothing we've seen the last six, seven, eight weeks was present yesterday. No. Nothing. Now I did see them dragging Kyler Gordon to the ground and pulling him by his, and, and no flags called. So same old shit that always happens when you go up there. But there was no aggressiveness. There was no attempt to put him on the ground. I don't. I didn't see sweat all day. I mean, I saw him on the sidelines some. Yeah. I, I I don't know where he was at. I don't know where the rest of the team was at. We had one sack, had a fumble recovery. You know. Eddie Jackson missing tackles, like always. Brister, Brisker rather, not Brister, not Bobby Brister, but Jaquan Brisker 
standing back there, moving his fucking hands, flapping his hands constantly and doing nothing. I didn't see shit. Nobody on defense did. TJ Edwards had a bunch of tackles. He always does. No, no aggressiveness, no playmaking. Someone's wide open all day, all fucking day. Every time he went back to pass, there was a breakdown in coverage. What the fuck was going on? Why is there someone open on every play versus every time Justin gets the ball, there's three guys in his face immediately. Was he sacked five, six times? Mm-hmm. Again, I mean, their lines, we're not even bringing any pressure and we can't stop their stunts at all, period. It's just, it's another fucking maddening loss where you're like, all the stuff we've done the second half of the season, let's do none of that when we go to Green Bay. That's what we'll do. We'll do none of that. No. Let's do nothing that we've done. Maybe we'll fool them. Maybe we'll be smarter than them. We'll, we'll just we'll show them we don't have these tendencies on tape. Everything we've done, we'll change it. We'll go back to playing the way we did week one. I mean, fuck, man. And they were a little bit, they were tight. You saw how they ended the first half. Missed a field goal. They they were there for us to beat them. They, it's not like they played that well. I said after, when they missed that field goal, I was like, this is what happens in a game we could win against the Packers. They make that field goal. It's like, yeah. There was a couple opportunities in that game when you were like, well, this could be a game we could these things are going correctly for us in order for us to beat the Packers. And then this happens as usual. And it blows my fucking mind that this was not a call. You, they, they, they went balls out. How many years ago, Dan, absolutely balls out to protect the quarterback you couldn't even. Oh, that was when it was Rodgers getting hurt, though. Yeah, you, getting you, hit. you couldn't even slap the quarterback's face mask without getting a, a personal foul. That was because it was Aaron Rodgers. Right. The right wing conspiracy theorist fuck that he is. He had the temerity to say that what we need in the Jets locker room is to keep out everything other than what's about winning. And yet he's the one accusing Jimmy Kimball of being a fucking pedophile. He's the one that's making. No, news around the Jets. It's he's the one who's bringing in the outside noise, but that guy's always been a fucking asshole. So he saw he was talking shit about us the other day too, saying, "Oh, it's their Super Bowl." I mean, get AIDS and die. Fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> he's probably already got AIDS. I mean, you know, we again we don't even talk about where his past was. I'm just saying he's a fucking he's a fucking asshole. I'm sick of hearing about him. And actually, Jordan Love. I don't, I don't hate Jordan Love. I have, I mean, Jordan Love, for all I can tell, Jordan Love's a good guy. I mean, Aaron Rodgers and Favre's a welfare fucking, uh, you know, st stealing from the poor people and stuff and just showing his dick to people. Rodgers, just a condescending fuck, conspiracy theory. Like, as far as I know, Jordan Love's just a good cat. You know, he's set, wait patiently, doesn't start any shit. I mean, I'm not rooting for him. I hope he gets blown out Sunday, but I don't hate Jordan Love. I, I hate Aaron Rodgers' guts. And, Repeat those words in 10 years, Dan. I mean, has he done anything that we know that may, that has he talked any shit? No, I'm saying when, once he beats us another 18 times in a fucking row for the next 10 years, they're going to be like, yeah, hey, I hate this guy. Well, I just thought Favre and Rogers were really bad human beings on top of it. So 
but yeah, I, I'm not rooting for Jordan Love, but I also am not afraid of him. I know his statistics, maybe I should be as a Bears fan. I still think his statistics in both games were a product of the Bears too afraid to play D against him. Fucking blitz. Same thing on offense. Throw the ball deep. Take some shots. Make those officials throw a P.I. You know, or an illegal contact. Get a first down. Throw the fucking ball. For God's sakes, the line, just block. Give Justin a chance to, to stand up and throw the ball. So I just feel like coaching the game plan was just in, absolutely gratuitously awful. Like, I don't know how Flus could sit there and be like, okay, well, uh, we were afraid Justin was going to either throw the ball and get intercepted. And we were just we wanted to keep it so close that maybe we could win on a, a lucky turnover, a fluke play, but we were not playing to win. And on defense, we were so afraid we would get burned if we blitzed. So we sat back in a, a fucking prevent, basically, a cover two shell all day. And, the, and you know what? They beat us all day anyway, but we were afraid to try anything. They were afraid to try to win. If I'm, if I'm Warren, I'm like, I mean, I'm looking at Paul's like, this is the cat you want to bring back? The guy that just sat there and, and his whole game plan, he had all this momentum. And the game plan was we're afraid to blitz. We're afraid to pass. We're, we're afraid to do anything. We're just going to sit back and, and hope, hope something happens positively. That's the guy you bring back. Like I, I liked him. I liked the, that he overcome adversity. That he was sleeping at Hallis Hall and all that. I was rooting for him. But after that game plan, he and Getsy both should be fucking fired. Period. Period. Drop the mic. Period. Stuff it full of tampons. Period. It is. We're at this critical moment, Dan, that. It's 20 to 13 right now. Michigan is 11 minutes and 52 seconds away from winning the national championship with Jim Harbaugh. He has won everywhere he has been. He has turned Colin Kaepernick into somebody that could win for him. If, if, if they go and get Jim Harbaugh and he wants to roll with Justin Fields, I'm fine with it. Bring it on. Because I have confidence that Jim Harbaugh can make something out of Justin Fields. You want to you see something cool? I'm going to retweet it. I'm getting this from uh, Nick from Just Another Year, the Bears podcast. J.J. McCarthy grew up a Bears fan. There's a baby picture of him wearing Bears gear. I just retweeted it. Yeah, I, did. I just heard that. I heard that today also. That's pretty fucking cool, man. It is, and he wears number nine, right? I was ah, Jim McMahon. I was telling this to my wife tonight. I was, shut up, Dan. I don't want to go down that road yet. We'll get there. <laughs> but no, he wears number nine, right? He grew up a, a, a he's a Bears fan. He kind of has a little bit of the, um, if you ask me, some McMahon to him. But that could be a, a a toy for him to draft in the event that Justin does not work out while he still tries to make the best of him in the next two years. And if it doesn't work out, he can draft JJ somewhere with all the fucking boatload of picks they'll get, right? And I feel like if Justin Fields is traded and he has success at some point, throws a game-winning touchdown, he's going to give a press conference next year as a member of, say, the Raiders or the Falcons, wherever the hell he ends up. And he's going to say, you know what? It feels so good to be wanted. It feels so good to have support. 
It feels so good to know that they want me here, and that's why I'm playing well. That's why we won the game. It's Because Justin the whole time has never been embraced at all. You know, again, Matt Nagy didn't want him. Oh, we, we want the redhead fuck uh, Dalton to play. Uh, we we uh, my friend Jay mentioned it uh, yesterday or today that he's like they they wanted Fields to sit the bench the whole year to somehow give themselves another year because then if they sucked with Dalton they'd be like well we got this prospect we can we can coach him up next year so they didn't even want to coach him they were just wanted to use him as a prop and then you get into the first year and it's like come on man there was nobody to play at all and even so they were like. Well, if we get the number one pick, we might have to move on from Justin. In his first year as the undisputed starter, we're already rumblings about they may draft somebody else. And that that's all you heard this entire season now. It, it, there's been no point in Chicago that Justin Fields has had somebody put their arm around him and be like, this is our fucking guy right here, except the fans, right. not management. I mean, he's gotten some hugs from uh, from polls. I'm just saying, but not, not the coaches. Like there's never been a point where Fields felt like he was like the guy and didn't have to look over his shoulder. So give him massive props for being able to deal with that bullshit. I mean, if any of us had a woman that was that distant to us and and that uncaring and that unkind, we would break up with them. Think about it. You wouldn't put up with that in your personal life, and he's got to deal with that shit in, in front of the whole world oh, of never being wanted, of never being embraced, of never been fully told, this is our guy. Well, we didn't draft you. We didn't draft you. That was the previous guy and the bald coach that, that didn't want to play you even then. So it's like it never at any point was anyone ever be like, man, Justin Fields, this is his team. This is his team. This is like his city, and he's never fucking had that. So you watch. If he gets traded, that's one of the first things he's going to say because the next team is going to want him, and they're going to want to build around him, and they're going to want to take advantage of his fucking skill, which is something, of course, we never do. Julius Pepper is going to get in the Hall of Fame this year. Great in Carolina, great in Green Bay. Didn't do fucking shit in Chicago. You know, that's uh, Khalil Mack. I know everybody loves Khalil Mack. Oh, God. Khalil Mack was like right up there with Dick Buckus. I'm being facetious, but that fucking guy looked like he's supposed to be in the Hall of Fame until he come to the Bears, and then he had a couple sure. of good games, and that was it. Yeah, he sure did, didn't he? Brian Cox, great player in Miami, comes to Chicago. What does he do? Not much of anything. Just like, this shit always happens when we get somebody in Chicago. Yeah. You, uh, your, your long rant made me, uh, totally forget like five I'm things sorry. I wanted to say. It's okay. I was, I was, I told you I'm in a horrible mood. I'm just, I'm in a horrible right. mood too. Oh God. I, I, the, 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 my poor wife last night having to listen to me. Jesus Christ. Your cats probably buried themselves in the litter box just to hear your rants. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, Dan, I, I I haven't talked to you in a while because it's it's been the holidays. So first off, Merry Christmas and Happy Belated New Year and all that shit. Happy Belated Birthday to you. And uh, thank you, my friend. And your surgery, how how did all that go? Pretty well? Uh, well, I'm hoping. Uh, I, they still did a biopsy. I've got stitches now. I can't see the wound because it's on the back of my head. So I'm doing what they tell me to wash that motherfucker and put Vaseline on it. And I'm supposed to get the stitches taken out on the 15th. 
and they're supposed to give me the biopsy results. Oh, so. good. Okay. Well, that's good. It's news. still sore right now. I bet it is. Yeah. But it sounds like good news. So good to hear. I hope so. Foster uh, woke up the other night to his uh, paper shredder that was melting from a, a short circuit and turning his entire house into a black cloud of smoke of melting plastic smoke and God, uh that sounds like a nightmare on elm street part two if you ever he, saw that if you've seen foster you know he has a white beard and he sent me a picture his beard was gray from all the the soot smoke of the uh plastic burning in this house so that's awful foster we hope that you are okay my friend my goodness He's here in chat, so he's still alive. So it's good to see you, Foster. That's good. We all want him to be alive. Yeah. And not lose his home, for fuck's sake. Yeah, Foster always has interesting stories. You are damn right about that. Foster keeps us entertained, Cliff. <laughs> That's for sure. So this game is now, uh, what? The, the, it's a, It's looking like... Jim Harbaugh is on his way to a national championship. It's only a seven-point lead, right? Yeah, but, yeah, I have confidence. I have confidence in Jim Harbaugh. I'm just saying, it's, you can't start sucking your own dick on this one just yet. I mean, it's ah. still, yeah, 20 to 13. Ah. See, this is where if we had Jim Harbaugh as our coach, we'd be sitting back here with the same confidence like I have right now. Like, ah, we got this game. We'll beat the Packers. We haven't beat the fucking Packers in five plus years, Dan. Yep. Since Mitchell Trubisky threw a touchdown to the quitter, the tight end Trey Burton and Eddie Jackson was never the same after running an interception out of the end zone and then falling down and missing the playoff game. And, and it was never the same. Yes. Eddie Jackson has to go. The pathetic effort yesterday when he was uh, trying to tackle just dismal. I mean, he, He's only been playing this season because they're like, dude, we 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 did give him a big check. <laughs> so he's got to at least earn the check. I mean, if he was just a regular dude, like if, you know, he was drafted in, you know, the sixth round or so, they'd have cut him years ago. He's just playing because of his salary. And that's a real, that, I think that's one of the other loosisms, you know, like the hits principle, except if you're getting paid. You have to play, even if you suck. Yeah. No accountability that, there that is what go, I'm trying that, to say. That goes to show with Eddie Jackson. I mean, that that touchdown when he was just like, eh, hi. He he's he has no effort when it comes to tackling whatsoever. I mean, you can deal with that if you're like you know, Deion Sanders didn't like to tackle, but he also could shut somebody down. Like and be like, oh, he's taking Michael Irvin out of this game. Unless you remember Barry Switzer's rant about Dion getting away with PI all day in the championship game. But yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, for the most part, you could deal with that if it's somebody like Dion that like, okay, he doesn't like to get dirty, but he's gonna fucking like just eliminate one of their wide receivers. Okay. Right. What does Eddie Jackson do well? In 2018, he was making interceptions after interception. You're like, oh, this dude is just He's like our next Mark Carey. Remember Carey had 10 picks as a rookie? And you're like, this guy's just going to get all these picks, and he's the, he's maybe the next Mark uh, or Mike Brown. And then, again, never the same. 
He would pick off the ball or turn it 20, 30, 40 yards. Touchdown. Never the same. Nope. That big contract. It gets the best of him. And he just was like, I'm not going to tackle anymore. Fuck it. <laughs> That's it. He's gone. He better be. That's a that's one of the picks we have to get with the multiple picks that we should be getting in this draft. Got to get a fucking center. Probably another left tackle. I know Braxton Jones played every snap his rookie year. Bravo, pal, but you had a really terrible second year. Cody Whitehair's got to be gone. Uh, I don't want to give up on Tevin yet, even though Tevin admitted yesterday was his worst game. You got to have a center in there. You got to have a, a, a fucking, I don't know if it's a veteran or a draft pick. You have to have a good center. It, it just, you can't keep getting like, no disrespect to Lucas Patrick, but you can't keep getting these like, well, we, we'll give him a, a, you know, a little bit of money. He'll, he'll come here and he'll, he'll be okay. He'll do enough. You can't just keep putting fucking glue on, you know, at some point you got to get, you got to have surgery. You know, you just can't keep, you got to take this thing out. You can't put you know? band-aids on things. Yeah. Yeah. At some point you take the fucking cyst out, which is what they did. They dug it out of my fucking head. So at some point you got to just peel the band-aid off and let's start anew. And that's what they have to do at center. I have to get a real center, maybe a left tackle. You got to let Mooney go. Mooney didn't try all year. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. I saw him all year loafing and like making gestures to say it's not his fault when the, when he didn't make a play. He was always blaming Justin with his body language. And it's like this dude, I mean, he sucked for two years now. Let him walk. Get your, you draft through the Harrison, like everybody's saying. You know, you got to get another safety, another center, maybe another tackle. And you can get all these things if you make that trade. Leo Fector always has good things to say. He said, and right here he's saying, players did not care about the rivalry or who cared to win. That's what I saw in their minds were on. Their minds were on their vacations. That That's all they had planned. Like, did you see that in this game? I mean, it's hard. Like, I can't disagree, Leo. I mean, fuck. That's what I was saying, man. The defense didn't show up at all, and it, it shocked me. It shocked me. I thought – they would be, because all week long, everyone was saying the right things, you know, like they know they can put the Packers out. They've been studs the last half of the season. This, the, uh, this, what is it called again? The, the sweat effect and the Tez effect was that what they're calling it for Montez? Like, where was he yesterday? Where was the Tez effect? Where was anybody? I, I'm so disappointed. It did, it looked like they were going through the motions. It did. I agree. And I didn't think they would do it. I really didn't. I thought I was waiting for Justin to sling the rock, but he can't make the calls. He can't, you know, if they're calling seven or eight straight runs, it's he's got to hand the ball off or pitch it. But the defense was just, I mean, just horrendous. It was, it, it was, it felt like the score was a lot worse than it was when we got into the fourth quarter. It was like, oh, wait, we're actually, we can actually still win this game. But it just felt like it was not winnable because we know it's the Packers. By the way, what is it, 27 to 13? Michigan. Oh, did they over. score? Good. Yeah. So um, this was just, I knew we were going to lose this game. I went into it like with a Zen mind frame, prepared for the loss. What ultimately pisses me off is that Jordan Love 
gets drafted, sits behind another Hall of Fame quarterback for three years instead of four years like Rodgers did, or two years instead of three years like Rodgers did. So he's playing now in his fourth in his third season, whereas Rodgers played in his fourth season. And now he has more yards, uh, more touchdowns and less interceptions at the outcome of that. And they're in the playoffs where Rodgers was six and ten in his first season as a starter. So that's the kind of shit as a Bears fan that just and I know you feel the same way, Dan. Drives me fucking insane because what's that going to mean? What's that going to mean if he's like stuck in, if he's in this offense for the next couple of years and all of a sudden you're seeing him playing at, a, at an MVP level and he's beating us 54 to 10 while we're hanging out with Matt Eberflus two years from now because we just, we wanted to stick with the guy because we wanted to be consistent when it, Ian Cunningham is being looked at by other uh, teams right now for general manager let him go bring in jim harbaugh as head coach give him ian cunningham's position as assistant general manager give him at least that much power that's going to make him want to come to the bears because he has admitted it's his dream job with his i've seen it with my own eyes he has said it with his own mouth i've watched him say it with my own eyes he's accomplished everything he can accomplish and he soon will have been accomplished the ultimate pinnacle of his accomplishments next to taking this team into the future with a new stadium. Think about this, Dan. Mike Dicka is his protege. He loves Mike Dicka. He's he's who he idolizes and has crafted himself, you know, in, in comparison to. Mike Dick is not getting any older or any younger, my friend. In, in my scenario, Mike Dicka passes on. Jim Harbaugh is the head coach. He's already won a Super Bowl or taken us to a couple of championships. Boom, we got the new stadium. Mr. Dicka uh, joins the football gods, and he takes over the, the torch from Dicka as the next coach that the next generation is talking about for the next 30 fucking years. We're talking about the, they're going to be talking about the generation, not us, because we'll be dead. We're we'll talking about the, th that generation of, of the Harbaugh generation. I won't be dead before next season if we have to keep dealing with shit like oh, this. Shit. But, but go ahead. So I, I'm talking like I'm 70. I'm 50, but I feel like I'm going to be, I'm like I'm going to die before I see this team win. Are you again. 50? No, I'm 49. I, just turned I was going to say, damn, I didn't know you were 50. But still, 49. I didn't know you were that old either, though. I'm in my 50th year, yeah. I just turned 49 on Christmas, yeah. I don't know but, why I thought you were more like 47. Well, thank you. I appreciate You're welcome. That. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, the, he he is the next generation of Hall of Fame icon. I don't even want – I don't want to be disappointed. I, I mean, I like – don't get – I listen to what you said. I can't disagree with what you said, but I I feel like it's a pipe dream. I feel like they're going to keep Eberflus, and it, it, had they won yesterday, he probably would have deserved it. But to start the year oh and fucking four and what two and seven and just skip the preseason, not giving a fuck, coming out flat as shit. But rebounding and then letting the last game go just shit down your your fucking leg. I he should be fired. Thank you. 
And I think they're going to keep him. I mean, Virginia just turned 101. Couldn't they just win one for the fucking old lady? Like, we don't know if she'll make it to 102. Let's beat the Packers today for her. You know, fuck, man. Do something. Knock your rival out. If you'd have told me, man, Eberflus blitzed like the most times he had all season and Jordan Love beat him, but I'd be like, all right, at least he went out swinging. He went out swinging. If this were a boxing fight, it's like when Pacquiao lost to Floyd Mayweather. I'm like, Pacquiao's whole game was like, oh, punches from weird angles and constantly throwing punches. And and then when he fought Floyd, he didn't throw any punches. You're just like, man, where's the guy that, that's won all these other fights? Not not taking anything away from Floyd. I mean, you know, he's the reason Manny wasn't throwing. But I'm just saying, like, he didn't even give himself a shot to win. And that's how I feel like the Bears did. They Again, not throwing the ball, not blitzing, not getting any pressure on number 10. You got to put his dick in the fucking dirt, man. You got to make him rebound from adversity. Like, make him get fucking put in the blue tent. Oh, well, he just took a big shot. Of course, they were throwing the flag, but, you know, maybe that's what you need. To, to make him be like, all right, the Bears are here to fuck me up today. <laughs> like, there's no sense of that. He's standing up there completely fucking like his jersey. looks like he's about to take the team picture. <laughs> his jersey and pants are in pristine condition. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, a, I mean, how, how do you justify that as coach? Yeah, well, our game plan, again, was to not be aggressive on either side of the ball. That's what we thought we were going to That's how we were going to do it. That's why we tried in week one, and it didn't work. We tried it again. It didn't work. I mean, get the fuck out of here. Thanks for your service. I couldn't believe when they actually sacked him. I was like, holy shit, they just sacked Love. One play. Yeah. One play, and it wasn't even, uh, you know, 98. Again, I know he's not Lawrence Taylor or something, but he is getting paid $100 million. Like, at least get some pressures, man. Where were you today? That's why I think he. I listen. I I I can go both ways in the argument of this is this has been the most divided fan base that I can remember in my entire life over a quarterback. Uh, did you see the signs? People were writing oh, yeah, signs. I, oh, I saw that they were putting. It's them beautiful, on. beautiful. I, it, that was a thing of beauty by the fans putting the signs out at Hallis Hall. In case anyone doesn't know. Uh, there was images on Twitter of uh, fans that had put out signs on the pathway on the on the or Justin and Jalen Johnson. Yeah, and Jalen saying, "We want Justin. We want Jalen. Sign him. Sign Jalen. Blah blah blah." It was it was it was a thing of beauty by the fans. But I I, I am sick as a fan of of riding this road of mediocrity and not knowing what we are going to have in the future. And we keep going, oh, well, next season we'll get more out of this or that. Oh, by next season, uh, we'll just be consistent and Flus will be even better next year. Oh, they're going to fire Getze and they're going to bring in another coach that fucking Justin's going to have to learn another offense all over again. But don't worry, he's going to be just fine. Well, imagine if they draft Caleb Williams and keep Flus, and then he struggles, and then they fire Flus, and then they bring in another coach who's already got a quarterback tied to him. That would be the ultimate fucking... That's even more... 
to the point of what I'm saying, I, I would rather them fire Floose and bring in, even if it's not Harbaugh, it's Ben Johnson, whatever. I don't want a guy that's never done it. I'm sick of that shit. I don't want that either. I'm just saying, if they did fire Floose, I would expect that new coach to not want to work with Justin Fields, unless that was Jim Harbaugh. Because I think that Jim Harbaugh, with what he has gotten out of Colin Kaepernick, Colin, Justin Fields is Colin Kaepernick 3.0. If he can't fucking get anything out of Justin, then he then Justin has he's not worth getting anything out of. Well, you get Greg Roman as the OC in Harbaugh. Right. That's the same. That's the gimmick they had going with Colin, and and obviously he took them to the Super Bowl, and and his career went downhill after. And I'm not talking about the politics because I agree to this politics, but I'm just saying. After Harbaugh left is when, you know, he looked like an average quarterback. So you're right. He he Kaep- he made Kaep- he shined Kaepernick up, and he could do that for Justin too. Yes, I, I, I think that he would love to work with Justin. I'm not sure that there's many co- uh, head coaches that would want to come in as, you know, coaches that would want to come in as the new head coach of the Bears and retain Justin. I think they would want to go. Caleb Williams. And I'd be fine with that if they did. But if you're going to go hiring a new head coach and you want to retain Justin, I think the best chance that you have is Harbaugh. Because I think Harbaugh would look at all those picks. He'd look at what he could get out of Justin and he'd go, yes, sign me up. Plus, it's my dream job. I'm going to take all these picks, turn these into blah, blah, blah. At the very least, if I can't get anything out of Justin, I'll I'll get something out of one of the quarterbacks I drafted in the in the later round in one of those years, or maybe in the you know in the in the top round with all the picks that I have, because he wins wherever he goes. He develops players wherever he goes. He is for me. It is Harbaugh or bust. I don't want to see Flus come back next year. I don't want to see Ben Johnson. I, I'm I'm like seriously contemplating quitting this fucking channel because I'm sick of it. I want Jim Harbaugh. If you want to go into the next realm of, if you want to become elite, if you want to become a possible dynasty, you go after Jim Harbaugh. You make it happen. Yes, Poles has done a great job. Ian Cunningham is being looked at for GM positions. Make it work. Bring in Harbaugh as an assistant general manager. Start there. Start there. Start there. If, if he's going into his 60s, man, how much longer can he wear out his welcome, guys? This is his last. I wouldn't be spot. surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like, and again, I li- unlike most people, I like George McCaskey. I'm not saying he does a great job, but at least he's a fan and gives a shit. And he happens to be in ownership. But I mean, he, he, he wants us to win. Maybe he doesn't know how to make us win, but he wants us to win. So there are a lot of ownerships that just want to turn profit. He wants us to win. Yes. But I could see George being like, man, this dude was a dick to me in 1991, so fuck him. I'm not bringing him in. I, I could see that. George hates fucking Olin Krutz. <laughs> like, he never would want Olin. He said Olin's an asshole, a bully. He He's confrontational, and I wouldn't want him back as a coach for anything in this world. So, I mean, even Olin's admitted that. McCas- George McCaskey hates his guts. Talking about Flus? Talking about Olin Krutz. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was giving an example that George hates Olin Krutz, 
and would would never bring him in to like coach the line or something. And so I could see maybe George saying, well, fuck, Jim Harbaugh was a dick to me in 1991, so I don't want to bring him back either. I can, yeah, I can see that. 33 to 13, about to be 34 with the field goal. 34 to 13, Michigan. Sounds like yeah, it's over now. This is what I'm, this was, I, I, I fully expected to wake up this morning to Flus being fired. And when I thought about it, I was like, okay, all right, so don't, don't overreact about this. Okay, so maybe they're just waiting for the, tonight's game to play Well, out. they told you yesterday he was going to be interviewing all the players and doing exit interviews all day. Yeah. So, I mean, he said he was going to be talking to the players for like eight hours. So I knew he wasn't getting fired today because okay. I, I don't I don't know what day he's supposed to meet Warren and, and uh, Poles, but I knew that wasn't today, so. May I'm saying George McCaskey only likes nice guys for head coach. Yes. Mayhem, when we met George at the uh tailgate, somebody said he he looks like he's an airline pilot. And if you take that into which I laughed because I think it's true, if you take that into total concept, it's like every coach that he has either hired or had a consultant fine for him to hire as head coach. They all follow that mold of looking like a fucking airline pilot. And I could see him being that guy that crashed the plane in New York, like and saved everybody's life. What was his name? Sully Sullenberger or something. Yeah. The Tom Hanks movie. I could see him playing that or being that guy. That's <laughs> yeah, you're right though. Dick Duran, nice guy, you know, aff affable, you know, the uh, Mark Tressman, yes. you know, just real nice guys. Lovey. Quiet. I mean, we like love. I'm just saying, but Lovey's still not. But Lovey did talk a little bit of shit, you know, day one. We're going to beat Green Bay and fucking love Lovey for that. And he uh, did. He did. All of our other coaches are always like, it's not a bigger game than the other. Yeah, yes, it is. Tressman said that. Fox said that. Uh, Matt Nagy has no idea what he's talking about, period. So Matt Nagy is like the face of Satan to me. This is the duplicitous liar. Like just a fucking hustler had no idea what he was talking about or doing. Should should have never been our coach. At least Tressman is really good at offense, you she know. But he shouldn't have been the guy over the whole team. But at least he's good at offense. Like Matt Nagy's a complete and utter fraud. So, but yeah, you know, and who knows? Like Eberflus, a nice guy. To your point, I mean Dick Duran, nice guy. Tressman, nice guy. This guy's a nice guy. Oh, God, he's such a nice guy. You're like, oh, he did so well at the end of the season. I mean, look at what he did. He was he was the he was calling the defensive plays from like game three on. I mean, come on, what a great oh look, look how the team came together and won five out of six or whatever the fuck they did. I don't give a shit. The the Cubs had Rick Renteria and they built their farm system. With all these picks that the Bears have, we have to think of that as a farm system. The Cubs went, fuck Rick Renteria. Joe Madden is sitting out there. We're going to go get Joe Madden. Because why? Because he is a top-end, high-quality fucking manager in the Major League Baseball system. Isn't it shocking, though, not that we're, this is a Cubs broadcast, but isn't it shocking that the Cubs can win it all? Like, you know, oh, we haven't won in 108 years. And within like three, four years, Madden's gone. 
I mean, don't you think it, it when they beat Cleveland in Game Seven? I thought Joe Madden is the king of Chicago. He he'll die as manager. Like I would never fire him, never. Like you you had like Phil Jackson. I'd never made Phil leave if I'm a Bulls guy. How could you? Uh, there's no way I would have let. Like I would have never let let Mike Ditka leave either, though. But yeah, I'm surprised that Joe Madden's still not managing the Cubs. Is my point. Well, he you know, and that's like two three managers ago now. Joe Madden's downfall as the Cubs manager was that he he almost lost that World Series because of some just questionable calls that he made as a manager. Who gives a fuck? He won it, and they hadn't won it in 108 years. Exactly. He got it done. That, that makes him the fucking king as far as I'm because I never fire him. It, I mean, he'd be like our Mike Tomlin. I just He I would be our coach forever. I couldn't believe they fired him myself. And that would be Jim Harbaugh. And if they did fire him, who gives a fuck? We want a Super Bowl. But my 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 thinking is he's getting older. He's going to retire into the position. He'll go into the front office. He'll become a front office guy. And he'll, he'll be the next generation of our actual top-tier fucking management that actually knows what they're doing. The only hope on this, honestly, to me, is that George is like, you know what, guys? We drafted him. Let's bring him home. It's a circle of life. You're bringing a, a a bear. We're bringing a bear back who wants to be a bear to save the bears. Yes. Like he cares about history and lineage, you know. So maybe that's the the only thing that I because they're gonna have to pay him a pile of money. I'm not saying they're cheap. I'm just saying like Harbaugh's gonna want at least a hundred million dollars, at least probably ten years, like like John Gruden's deal with the Raiders the second time. And are they willing to make that assessment financially that we can make this payment and think that Harbaugh can keep it together mentally? Is he going to start like trying to fight fans or other coaches or like, I, it's a huge commitment. It's not our money. So I get it. I, I agree with you. I'm just, I, these have to be things that they discuss. Can he keep it together? He's very adversarial. Imagine him at the podium, like trying to, like dealing with the media, the harsh, like uh, poisonous, shitty Chicago media that, you know, you know that they're not going to give you that question, but the media tries to like word it a different way. They try to slither around shit so that the coach ends up fucking up and giving the wrong information. Uh, Harbaugh would be like, fuck you. Well, I, I remember. I'm not giving you that information. Period. When Next when Dan question. Campbell when Dan Campbell got cheated a few weeks ago against Dallas, uh, he got really rude with the dude that asked him. You know, he's like, basically, he was like, "What the fuck do you think? I'm upset. We, he, I can't tell you that we got cheated." But and then and right afterwards, Campbell goes, "I don't mean to take it out on you." So I thought that was pretty. Harbaugh is very similar to, to Dan Campbell in that regard, but I want to give Campbell props for that because he did like bite this dude's head off, but immediately was like, I don't mean it toward you at all. I'm sorry. So I don't know. Maybe Harbaugh has some of that in him too. Could just be enough professional, just, just enough to get the reins to the, the franchise. Yes. Just, just give us enough. Just give us enough. We don't want you to be fucking uh, neutered or spayed here. We, we just, we want you to just, Play corporate boy a little bit, just enough. We want your, we want to, we want to get you in your, in your coaching period when your testosterone is at the lowest, right? 
you're getting old. Your testosterone is, you know. Well, they've got off. products that could sponsor this podcast that could help him with this low T. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, like, as you get older, you're shitting out testosterone in every dump, you know. So it's like, bring him on. He can't, he can't be that. At some point, he's gonna mellow out, man. I think he's gonna. I think he would get to that point with the Bears that he would he would mellow the fuck out a little bit. He'd like realize like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ride off in the twilight, in my dream job, and coach the Bears. We're getting a new stadium. I've got all these picks. I've got the quarterback. If I don't, I can make the quarterback work. If I can't, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I can figure out what to do if I can't make it work with Fields. He can help to, to you know. Take some, if I were, some of the divide of this fan base for crying out loud over fields because at least he would have tried. At least we would all know that he's the guy that could have done the best with him. And if it didn't work, then we know Justin's not the guy. If I were Harbaugh, if I were Harbaugh, I'd celebrate all night tonight at like 6 a.m. East. Where, where's the where's this game play, played at? The championship game? Oh, I don't know. Know nothing about college. I was gonna say, I wonder what field he's, where, what time zone he's in. Anyway, about six Eastern time, I would call my fucking agent and be like, "Dude, whatever you gotta do, just get me an interview. Just get me in the building. Let me sell myself to them. I know they haven't fired Flus yet, but just get me in the goddamn building. We don't have to talk money or anything. Just let me tell you know my passion for the franchise." my vision for the franchise, and then maybe we work it all out. Yes! Let's get me in the building before they tell uh, tell everybody Flus is being brought back. Yes! That's, that's-, a, that's what Jim Harbaugh should do. Celebrate until dawn, and then be like, okay, get just get me an interview. Wake up over a cup of coffee with the fucking mecha- with Warren on the phone. He's sitting there... S- Drinking his cappuccino with his fucking agent on a three-way call to fucking Kevin Warren. Hey, just bring, just fly me in. Let me let me give you my story. Yeah, yeah. that's what I want. That's what I want. That's all I want. It's a, it's for crying out loud, just give me a chance, please, please. As a Bears fan, it's so blinking fucking obvious. It's like I said, I'll say it again. You're driving from New York to California. Every ten fucking miles, there's a big blinking LED sign that says hire Jim Harbaugh, hire Jim Harbaugh, hire Jim Harbaugh every 10 miles. How annoying is that going to get to you? You're just going to be like, well, fuck it. I'm going to hire Jim Harbaugh. It's it's that obvious to me, Dan. Grumpy Bear with a $5 super chat. Thank you, Grumpy Bear. We appreciate you, man. I oh, that's Poles. great. I heard. Oh, Poles. I didn't know that. So if Poles is at the game, you know, he's got a, he's got a press pass, I'm sure. And like, you know, hey, nobody's looking. Jim, you've celebrated for two hours now. You got your cigars smoked. I'm coming in to talk, bro. Just just coming in to talk. Just two guys having a conversation. You, do you know that the, the fucking Packers were smoking Bears cigars last night after the win? Oh, fucking, fuck them. Fucking Jim Harbaugh, Dan. God damn it. I would like to see if Harbaugh ever lost his mind. I'd love to see him beat Matt LaFleur's ass. Those motherfuckers were smoking fucking Bears cigars last night. Over a fucking coach that can't beat them. Thank you, Grumpy Bear. I hope 
I hope he was there because they are going to get a fucking deal done tonight. And tomorrow morning, we wake up to the news that Fluce is fired. Don't, don't say that you're giving us false hope now. Let's be have, honest. They have to go through the Rooney rule and all that shit. Right, but it's thing. just, the, it, I, I mean, this is a long shot. I can't say it's not going to happen, but it's a long shot. It's like I'm, it's, it's just, uh, I'm trying to will this to happen, Dan. I'm trying to will it to happen. I think the more that we talk about it, the more that we manifest it. All right. So let's, again, let's lay this out then for the Chicago Bears. This gentleman was drafted by your franchise. He played for us from 87 to 93. You know, he's had success every step of the way as a coach. Whether it was San Diego State, his assistant with the Raiders, the 49ers, Michigan. It took a while. Remember, he couldn't beat Ohio State at first, but now he's a national champion. <laughs> and he's going to help you reinvigorate the fan base immediately. He's the coach everybody's going to love. You're going to get a new stadium soon, and you can keep Justin Fields, and you can make that trade to get all those other picks, and you've got money. You can win it all next year. Next year. Next year. You can win it all. And if you want some bravado or something, he can give that straight back to Dan Campbell. That little pussy in Green Bay would be afraid of him. uh, For sure. Mm -hmm. And so would the little guy in Minnesota. He he wouldn't he has nothing you know so you'd have the toughest guy in the fucking he and Dan Campbell both maybe could wrestle each other if you want to measure each other's dicks but I'm just saying you immediately get that bravado and that thing that the Bears have wanted since Ditka left yes and like I said you're gonna get to a point here where he's gonna be the head coach under the Ditka the Ditka watch when he passes and if we were gonna go back to the Dick talk I I could see. Dan Campbell having really a really small penis and really small balls from years of steroid use. But maybe, maybe I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe, maybe not. Maybe he's completely clean. He's in great shape. I don't want to take that away from him. <laughs> I mean, possibly. I could see him having tiny balls, though. I could, I could see that, too, I guess. <laughs> like Jim's wearing the khakis and shit. He's not on steroids. He's buying his khakis at Walmart. <laughs> yes. He, buy, he buys like 25 of the same pair from Walmart, and that's what he wears. He wears the same outfit like Mr. Fucking Bean. Yeah. <laughs> or Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> like 25 pairs of the same pants, like you said. Bearsky's saying, 25 years old, I went out as a blue man for Halloween and shaved my hair. It never came back. You look like you can't survive a haircut. Be careful. I can. I use, you know what I, you know what I use, guys? A fucking Floby. This is a fucking legitimate Floby haircut. Look at that. Look at that. It's a Floby haircut. <laughs> That's right. Floby from the 90s. You can still buy them. They're like 100 bucks. <sighs> the only person I ever knew that used the Floby thing was a really huge asshole to me. So I, I associate that with assholes. No offense. Well, fuck you too, then. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Aldo just tweeted, 
Somebody texted me as soon as Jim Harbaugh get, got his national championship, and it read, Matt Eberflus, you're fired. Yes, please, Matt Eberflus. <laughs> that's, I've been waiting for this. Like, this is, I'm, I'm excited that the show is, like, going into the national championship win, win of Jim Harbaugh because that's what I want. I'm waiting for, like, come on, let's wait for the, it's like the, uh, the, the New York Times New Year's Eve ball to drop. Like, come on. Uh, Matt Eberflus has been fired. Jim Harbaugh is now in in contact with the Chicago Bears to become the new head coach. After they interview so-and-so colored coordinator. <laughs> to meet the Rooney Room, just so they don't get they don't get in trouble. You know, but not to get into a discussion on race, if you were a team that just knew you wanted to hire Jim Harbaugh, wouldn't you just pay that fine instead of insulting the intelligence of the African-American candidates? Bingo. Be like, dude, look, I know there's a rule, but this is the guy we want to hire. We don't want you to come in as a prop and, and oh, we're really going to give you this job when we know we're not going to give you the job. I mean, that's insulting to them as, as men, as coaches, you know? Yeah, Just pay were, the fine and say we want Jim. They uh, were. I, I saw on uh, NFL Network today that they were. Inter they were. Um, what's his name? Um, the former Bear defensive back who was defensive coordinator and and Les Frazier. Les Leslie Frazier, yes. And uh, they were talking to him about the Rooney Rule thing. And he's like, "Yeah, I've been interviewed." you know, what I knew I wasn't getting the job and they never even talked to me about the job. They were just like, Hey, how's your family? And blah, blah, blah. He's like, I knew this was bullshit. Like, don't waste my, my time. I won't, I won't waste your time. You know, that, that's my point. I didn't even so, know yeah. that, that that had happened, but yeah. So I I'm, you're right. Just pay the fine, go get Harbaugh and this, and this shit become a perennial powerhouse Whatever way that they want to go, I don't care. If you want to keep you want to keep Fields, fine, good, good, good with me. You want to go Caleb Williams, good with me. But I would know that the combination of polls with Harbaugh together would be like just whatever. I'll ride this into my into my uh, you know my AARP years happily, at least knowing that this is the most hope that I've had for this team. Another $5 super chat from Grumpy Bear. The insurrection at Hallis Hall. Hire Harbaugh or else. <laughs> Grumpy Bear, thank you for your $5 super chat, man. I really, we all here at BCP really, really, really appreciate that. Thank you so much. It helps out a lot for the channel. Thank you. That would have been nice to see some of those signs on the way to Hallis Hall today too, right, Dan? Harbaugh, Harbaugh or bust. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd like it for Jalen and for, for Justin, though. I don't want to repeat my rant on Justin, but for God's sake, like, just be like, dude, you're the quarterback. Here's your fifth-year fucking extension. Like, we're picking up the fifth-year option, and then, worst-case scenario, we franchise you uh, your sixth year. So you're here. You're the guy. Don't worry about your gig. You're the guy. I think that's what Justin needs more than anything, just mm -hmm. to know. I mean, like I said, you wouldn't want that in your personal life. If the woman like was constantly like, you know, just distant and not, and not, you just never knew where you stood with her. And then maybe she didn't give you enough, but I mean, there's so many reasons you'd be like, I can't deal with this shit. Yeah, Fuck this. Like, I'll find, I'll find a woman that wants me. Yeah. You're like, you want to get it on tonight? She's like, eh, 
have a headache. Eh, I have a headache. You're like, yeah, this is a little weird. No, you don't want that. What's up, Swifty? We've got uh, an excellent comment here. What? Where was it? Um, Harbaugh for head coach, Ron Revere for defensive coordinator, George Sekulis. Thank you, George, for hanging out with us tonight. And then Swifty saying, of course, man, that would be awesome. That, that would be. But you don't like Ron Revere, though, right? Ron's a little overrated, in my opinion. That's it. You're you're getting pulled, Dan. You're out of here. I can't I can't pull Dan because his his image is up there. <laughs> you're still here, Dan. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know you're you're not you're not a huge fan. You don't think Rivera would work well with this defense and Harbaugh? I mean, I didn't say I wouldn't bring him back. I just think he gets a little over love. The way you you accuse me of loving Lovey too much, like damn, like. Ron Rivera wasn't even that good of a player, man. And everyone acts like he was. That was one of the downfalls of the Bears is when they let Wilbur go and Otis Wilson got hurt. And suddenly it's Singletary with Jim Morrissey and Ron Rivera instead of Singletary with Otis Wilson and Wilbur Marshall. Yeah, but he was the defensive coordinator that took us to the only Super Bowl since 1985. And then he was fired because of differences between him and Lovey's concepts on defense. After a Super Bowl. So uh, how could you be so sure it wasn't Lovey was wrong? Maybe Lovey was petty, you know, trying to save his own ass and putting Bob Babich in there. But I just think Rivera's a little overrated. That's all. A little overloved. It's not that he sucks or something. I just think he's a little overrated. Like if you told me I could have Lovey back or Ron Rivera, I take Lovey back. Period. I know you would. I would bet money on that, that you would have said that. Walt, uh, in the huddle uh, from uh, our, the producer of our show here, says, Ron looks like he's one straw break from becoming a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of agree with that. <laughs> he's got that look on his face. <laughs> Illinois Jones, as long as Harbaugh is here, it's all good. Yes! Please. Please. Please, stars. Please, stars, align. Please, align for Jim Harbaugh. Please. Jim Harbaugh plus Greg Roman plus Ron Rivera would be great. I know you're... Well, Greg Roman and Harbaugh would be great for Justin Fields. I believe that. I'm for sure. I think that Fields could be playing like Lamar. Maybe that's too big of a statement, a too bold a statement, because Lamar is about to win his second MVP. But I think that's the kind of player Fields can be in the right fucking scheme, man, and a team that embraces him. Yeah. So I mean, how many times have you heard that over the years and a player changes scenery and they're like, I feel like I'm wanted here. And that makes all the difference in the world. How many players, and I've asked this question before, like how many, actually Cornelius Squalls answer this, but they're, they, it goes way back. How many first-round quarterbacks that were drafted by their teams that failed with their first team got traded to another team and became a superstar on the new team? Say that again. I apologize. I had a text come in. 
How many first-round quarterbacks can you name that were drafted by their team, failed on their drafted team to the point where they had to trade them, and then they became a superstar on the team? Well, I don't to? I don't think Breeze was in the first round. He was a second-round pick. but Second-round pick. Yeah. But, I mean, he kind of failed in San Diego. They benched him at one point for Flutie. And then uh, when they drafted Eli and then they got Rivers in the trade, he suddenly started balling out. But he did better in New Orleans than he did in San Diego. Uh, Jim Plunkett. Jim Plunkett won two Super Bowls with the Raiders after failing as the number one pick with the Patriots. That's the answer. Correct. The number one pick in the in the entire draft in 1971. That's, that's the only one that uh, someone was able to come up with uh, other than Doug Williams. Or Who Doug was- Flutie. For that matter, but Doug, Doug Flutie. Well, he wasn't a first-round pick, but he was much better in Buffalo than Chicago or with the Rams or New England or wherever else. But Doug Williams took the Buccaneers to the '79 NFC Championship game. Let's not forget that. But was he a superstar? He was one game away from being a superstar. He was one game away from being the first black quarterback to. Maybe win the Super Bowl in 79 instead of waiting till 87 at our expense, no less. Yeah. But the, those those are examples that go way back. It hasn't happened in recent history. So if, if, they, if they traded Justin Fields, is my point, he wouldn't – the chances of him becoming a superstar on a different team would be slim. Very, very slim. I don't so, know if that's true. I, I mean – I, I don't know. Recent history. Okay, Michael Vick was good with the Eagles after his Atlanta career. He wasn't traded though; he was cut because he went to jail. Well, okay, he had a bit of a resurgence though. Yeah, but that's not traded. We got another five dollar super chat from Grumpy Bear. Grumpy Bear, you are the man tonight. Thank you so much. It is Harbaugh's destiny to become the head coach of the Chicago Bears. It is up to Warren and Poles to make it come true. The word here that is key is destiny. Destiny. You are 1,000% right, Grumpy Bear. That's how I feel. I feel like it is our fucking destiny. And if they deny it, it, it's going to make me want to vomit Every day for the rest of my life until that, that that coaching tenure ship could be up. It's been over five years since we've beaten the freaking Packers, guys. Do you think Jim Harbaugh is going to lose to the Packers for five straight years? We haven't beaten them in Green Bay since Thanksgiving night 2015 with Jay Cutler and John Fox. How about that? By the way, this is completely completely off topic, but something I wanted to mention that I heard yesterday. The Carolina Panthers, of course, we've had the number one pick thanks to them, but listen to this stat. The Carolina Panthers became the first team in the history of the National Football League to not have a lead in the fourth quarter the entire season. The only team that's ever done that didn't have a lead one time in the fourth quarter of the whole season had never happened before. 
They also never had a, a single quarterback personal foul on their quarterback this year. Is that some kind of Oh, record? that's us, yeah. <laughs> Seems like that must be a record. Thank you, Grumpy Bear. I mean, that has to be a record, right? Let's look at it again. Since we have more people here. How is this not a personal? I, 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 I think my neighbors for like a block down heard me screaming about this play. And not to mention a couple plays before this play, Cole Komet got slammed in his head without a call. Helmet to helmet. Yep. Knocked back with almost a damn. He looked like he had a damn concussion. How is this not a freaking con? How is this not? How is this not a personal fall? Uh, uh, this is what I knew was going to happen going into this game. It was why I was so upset knowing this was going to happen going into this game. The no calls. Oops. Okay. You still there, Dan? I'm listening. The no calls. I knew they were going to happen, and they did. There wasn't a single call until the fourth quarter. On, on either it, it's almost like they were like, eh, well, let's just uh, not call any calls until, you know, we get into the fourth quarter, and then we'll give one to the Packers. I just, I honestly think if they had played defense the way they did against Atlanta or the, the second Detroit game, the most of the, the first Detroit game, uh, if they'd have played the way they did in those other games, like they could have won yesterday. Yeah. I just, I don't know what their reasoning would be for this. And and like, if it again is, if I'm afraid we'll get burned, then dude, I'm tired of you being afraid. Get the fuck out the door. We want a coach in here that's got conviction. It knows he can win. Yeah, I'm just... Um... And if Jalen Johnson is that important to where you can't be aggressive without him, then you better sign him and not let him leave then. They better go sign his ass after this season. That's for damn sure. I'm just, you know, I, you know, I'm, you know, you, 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 I know you feel the same way, Dan. I'm so beaten down by the Packers that I'm just, it's, it's like, I have I have zero confidence going into any of these games anymore. It's like I, I, I'm ready to just put two losses on the record when the season comes out, and those are going to be the Packers games. And let's just make it up from there if we can. That's how I feel. But I wouldn't feel that way if we had Jim Harbaugh as head coach. So that's my that's my ultimate rant. Harbaugh or bust as I'm watching the, all the the shit flying around in the air and Jim Harbaugh accepting the trophy right now as I speak. It's so fucking obvious to me, man. It's just so fucking obvious. It's so obvious, Dan. I can't disagree. I just, I'm not sure if it's obvious to the Bears, though. No, it's not. It's not. That's the problem. But you know what? I honestly believe that that George and Virginia probably would let Kevin Warren make up his mind on this without interfering. I really believe that they would. 
So if Kevin Warren was passionate about this and he could get polls on board with him, I think it could be done. You I don't did. want to alienate your G your general manager. Let's be let's keep it real. Like right. if I'm Kevin Warren, as of right now, Ryan Poles has made that great trade with the Panthers. We have all this luxury of being where we are right now because of Poles' move. So you know, you don't want to do something to upset him. I mean, Poles is for right now is the man, you know. So you you gotta work in conjunction with him. Yes. Yes. He's done a great job as general manager. Of course, he, you know, he's been put into the position to do a good job by his his coaches fucking up. So that does work in his favor. But this is the perfect time for him to hand over all of these picks and this draft capital to what now amounts to the ultimate and obvious choice for the Chicago Bears as head coach. Carlos Santos needs weapons, Robbie says. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Wouldn't Harbaugh want some roster control, like, just like old Pat's head coach? I mean, I... I I would think so, but that's why he would work well with polls to tell they would work in, in conjunctions so that polls would know the players to get him for his system. Just like I'm sure is happening right now with Floos. So yeah, I think he would work well with polls. I think they would work great together. If if polls and him can come together on the vision that he has for head coach, why wouldn't it work? And why shouldn't you try to make it work, for crying out loud? If Flus gets fired tomorrow, would you guys do a show tomorrow night? I'll be with Aldo tomorrow. Yeah, he'll be, yeah. yeah. You can come on with us if he gets yeah. fired. Yeah, exactly. On the Barroom Network. 9 o'clock sure. tomorrow night. Dan and Aldo. Well, I, have to, I hope so, because uh, I've got a guy who I, who's been on here with me before, Justin, because I have a basketball game to produce tomorrow, and he's supposed to do it for me so that I can do Aldo's show. So if he doesn't show up for work, then that could fuck me on that. But all things equal, I should be with Aldo tomorrow night. Okay, well, let Aldo know. If you can't do it, I'll do it with him, and then it'll still be a Dan, and then we it'll still happen. <laughs> we still talk about it. <laughs> he was going to reach out to you, actually. Um, one week we started at, like, 10 Eastern because mm -hmm. he felt like shit and he didn't do the full mashup. And he was like, I don't even want to do the show because I didn't put enough effort into it. I was like, and Tooch wasn't feeling well. And he's like, do you still want to do the show? And I was like, yeah. And then he's like, well, maybe I'll, I can ask Dan. And I was like, well, it's actually his birthday or it was the day after your birthday. So I don't know if he'd be able to do it. And he goes, all right, well, let, let's just start later then. Mm, oh, okay. That's why I started late that night. Yeah, he just didn't feel well, you know. I think his wife had COVID then, and all, you know, all kinds of shit was going on. But initially, he was going to ask you to come in, and I told him I, it was the day after your birthday, so I didn't think you'd be available. Well, he was on our uh, on our show last Thursday. He said, "I'll send you a link every week." So, if he, it, I, I probably wouldn't have done it that week, but I, I could do it tomorrow if you if you can't. So let him know. Well, that. if I if, in the worst case scenario, I'll be on later, but I, I think I'm going to be okay. But yeah, I. No problems with being on, obviously. And I don't 
want to speak for Aldo, but I think he feels similarly. So excellent. Sounds great. King Pookie Nation, thanks for joining us. Well, Dan, I was about getting ready to wrap up this show, anyways, because um, I, I do have to get going to bed here soon. Uh, there's, it's a big transition for me. I'm starting a new job next week, so I'm really hoping to be able to continue to do this show with you on Mondays because I love talking with you. But uh, yeah, it cheered me up, man. I, I was really, really in the dumps. Yes. Oh God, so was I. I could not and wait to talk to you. I want to apologize to Jay again. He called me yesterday, and I, I did. I was like, man, it's too soon. I don't want to. I can't talk to anybody right now. Like I, I just was not in a, I couldn't talk about this game. (laughs) It had to be some time had to pass. (laughs) No, last night I was like, I turned off the TV. I was like, I'm not watching anything about football and nothing. I don't want to let's watch a movie, you know, and uh, try to get my mind off of, off of that game. And then today, I was falling asleep on the couch watching this game. I was like, oh, I don't even know if I want to do this tonight. But I was like, nope, I want to talk to Dan. I want It went by him. really quickly, too. Yeah, an hour and a half, like nothing. Yeah. Well, let's hope that um, the Harbaugh thing comes into fruition. I, regardless, I know there are a lot of people that disagree with me, and that's that's okay. Their opinion is just as valid as mine. But I would like to see some way, somehow, Justin stays a bear. I and, would myself, too. But again, there's a lot of people that feel differently about it. I, I'm I'm going to continue to go with the narrative of polls got this shit and polls we trust. And if they went out and got uh, Jim Harbaugh, and Jim Harbaugh, I would trust. And if he wants to go with Justin, I would have full confidence that he would be able to turned Justin into three times the quarterback he is now. And if he decided he wanted to go with Caleb Williams, I would think the same thing. I, I just, I just want, that's all I want. I want to believe in my, in my, in my team and the system that they have in place, the, in the, the management and the coaching system that they have in place. And I don't, I don't believe in Flus. I don't. And he's not the guy that I want to take this team into the future, whether it's with Justin or a new quarterback. So, for me, it's Flus, or I'm sorry, Harbaugh or bust. It's Harbaugh or bust. It's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. I'm sitting here. I'll be sitting here with my dick in my hand two weeks from now going, oh, uh, and we're going to all watch Jim Harbaugh go and win somewhere else. He'll go into the AFC and win two Super Bowls with all those fucking quarterbacks in the AFC. We'll be sitting here like, well, damn, there's only two quarterbacks. We could have just had Jim Harbaugh. We would have done something. But I can hope, and my only hope is that it really does come down to Kevin Warren, because if Kevin Warren is really running this team, which has been said recently that he is running this team, all I want McCaskey to do is approve budgets. Yes, that works, or no, that's too much money, period. And if he says, I want Harbaugh, I want Jim, I want McCassie to go. Who's Harbaugh? Sounds good to me. Will it happen? Doubt it. But I can hope. You still there? I'm just listening. <laughs> Crickets. You, you're you're a radio personality. You know about dead air time. Come on, dude. 
I'm just giving you your platform. It's your platform giving you the chance to finalize your thoughts before you go. Well, uh, just to get the chat, I want to say thank you all for joining us tonight. Ravi, Ralph, Lianos. Oh, go pack go. Now, I, I got to that way too quick. Cliff Victoria, Swifty, Grumpy Bear. Grumpy Bear, thank you so much for your super chat tonight. You are awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Bearski, sorry I did not get to your uh your your film tonight that you wanted to send us. Um the things are gonna change on this channel just because of my time frame and my new job and stuff. So I'm gonna try I'm gonna be trying to keep up with this as much as I can. Uh, because I love you guys and I know you guys love to hang out with us too. So uh CB Sickles, thanks, thanks for hanging out with us. Leo, Nano CBD, Mark Kazak. Zach Sullivan, Dobzy, Joe Treviso, Mayhem. Of course, Grumpy Bear, thank you again. You guys are all awesome. Illinois Jones, good to see you for the first time in here tonight. Thanks for joining us. Hope to see you again. We have another show coming up uh, this Thursday with um, PJ Foster and Walt and I. I think oh, also tomorrow night we have the British Bears coming up with uh, Chris Watts and Jason UK Bears at 5 o'clock Eastern time. King Pookie Nation, thanks for joining us. And I think Wednesday we're going to do the show again with uh, Lynn Hayden. I think it's going to be our last show of the season. She's seasonal, so uh, it'll probably be our last show before I uh, head off to Illinois this weekend for training on my New job. Oh. Terrified of it. Terrified. But it'll be uh it'll be fun to learn something new. So Danny Boy, we'll see you tomorrow night on the Barroom Network. I hope so. I hope speaking of British people, hope that Stephen Mee's not coming after me this week. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. He kept saying, like, well, you said that uh, I was uh I don't remember what it was. This quote, it was something like, you said that I said I hated fields. I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't say that. Really? <laughs> yeah. And just like, again, Aldo's like, I know you're pissed. I'm like, I'm not pissed. I don't know why he's saying this. Like, I, I haven't said anything about him, period. It was so weird though. Like it lasted like a half hour. And then he accused me and Aldo of being pro Trubisky at one point. I was like, the only way I would have said, let's keep Mitch was in comparison with Andy Dalton. That's weird because Stephen Me is usually pretty. Cool. I felt like he was just like a heckler last week, and I don't even know why because he and I ne have never had any adversity at all, never. So I don't know what the fuck that was all about. That is very strange. Mark, thank you so much, man. It'll be, uh, yeah, it'll be, uh, I, yeah, thank you. I appreciate the words of encouragement for everybody with a new job. It's going to be. Uh, I'm starting. Uh, uh, I'm. I'm going to start working for company that produces um, circuit boards for military defense contractors. So uh, we're talking about NDAs and all that kind of shit. So it's pretty, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty exciting. It's pretty scary. And um, I appreciate all the words of encouragement from everybody in chat tonight. Cliff, uh, Mark, love you guys. Love everyone in chat. I do. I, I keep forgetting to get to, um, are, we are now sponsored by BetUS. 
Go check out BetUS, every sports better's favorite sports book. They have a bunch of great perks as well as exceptional service. Use the link in the description right there. Get 125% sign-up sign up bonus. Place your sports bets with BetUS. That link is in the description of the channel. So if you want to go betting on these playoffs, please use that link. And if you deposit at least $50, you will help out the channel in more ways than you know. We appreciate you if you do that. Thank you guys so much. I think I'm I'm thinking about doing that just for Super Bowl stuff because Super Bowl, that's a good time to bet, you know. You can um, put in 50 bucks and every time you sign up, they give you like a bunch of easy bets too. So you can win some money on your first couple of chances. So appreciate you guys if you do that. Danny Boy, any last parting words? Don't want Green Bay to win the Super Bowl. Don't want Kansas City to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think I, I would be okay with anybody else, honestly. Well, per Aaron Rodgers, the Super Bowl colors are uh, red and purple, so that means it's going to be the Niners and the Ravens. We already had that Super Bowl. Yeah, there you go. Nano. Nano CB, Ravens Super Bowl against the, against the Niners, yeah. Mark Kazak, are UFOs real? Yes. I they were supposed you to be in Miami or somewhere? In a mall recently? I showed you pictures in the videos of the UFO that I saw. Have you not seen that? Yeah, but this was in the news like two days ago or yesterday oh, or something. Yeah, they're all over the fucking place now because they're all over the place. Cliff's saying, uh, can you do a, have a show where you tell us all of America's secrets? Yes, I'll get to that. I'll get to that soon, Cliff. And uh, Mark, who killed Kennedy? Mm. The government. It was the government. It was the government, yeah. Definitely wasn't Oswald. <laughs> it definitely was not. It was a government. <laughs> All right, Danny boy. I'm going to say, I'm going to end the show with this. Harbaugh or bust. Harbaugh or bust. That means if we go with Flues or a new head coach, prepare for the same bullshit. Unless we get Jim Harbaugh, it's going to be Jim Harbaugh or bust. That's all I have to say. Danny boy, you want to end this shit on a one, two, three bears? Ah, they don't deserve it. Not today. <laughs> I'm not changing teams or any of that bullshit. I'm 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 a lifer. Okay, how about, how about we do this? Uh um one, two, three bears. 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 bears.